0: Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable, a Wood Elf production with your hosts, the brilliant Bob, Majestic Mark, and Witty Wade. This week, the side-splitting triform of comedy honed their sights on conundrums that would defeat a Holmes, Marple, or Columbo. For today, they discuss the perfect crime. Please prepare thy dear hunter hats and enjoy
1: the show. Hello, and welcome to Distractable where we discuss anything that interests us and two of us compete to see who can bring the most interesting and or dumbest sounding story they can imagine. Whoever brings the best story as judged by me arbitrarily will be declared the winner of this episode and earns the right to host next week's episode. Since I won such a stunning, mind-blowing victory last time, I get to be the judge. Like I said, I'm pretty excited about that. But before we get into all the shenanigans and whatnots, so I'm joined, of course, by Mark and Wade, my co-host. Hello. 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 You matched my cadence. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> you could stop. It's okay. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. It's still over now. That doesn't have to happen anymore. How are you? How is your time on li- living going?
0: Man. <laughs> man. Uh, you. Uh, good. You all right, man? Yeah, I'm
2: fine. Better before you worded the question like that, I think. Now I'm a little concerned about my time living. Well, you gotta enjoy it while you're still alive, right? Are you enjoying it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah.
0: Man, life's good. Life's real good. Mm-hmm. I... Recently got a new bed. I don't know if you guys care. I'm not gonna say the the brand because it's not. We're not sponsored yet. Mm-hmm. But it's a bed that has like active water cooling in it. Oh shit! <laughs> Legitimately, it's a bed. It's got a little like pump and it's got a little like fan radiator that you put by the side and uh, it keeps everything cool. And so, as a challenge last night, I turned it up to its maximum coldness. And let me tell you, that thing gets frigid. I was sleeping in a hoodie because it was so cold. <laughs> And I loved it. Did you think about maybe turning the temperature back up? No, 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 no. Why would I do that? It can get cold. Dude, that
1: sounds amazing. That sounds like my actual dream.
0: It is amazing. Like, no joke. It's not like fake in terms of its advertising it gets freaking cold and i love that i just want to uh, always be cold when i go to bed is it
1: like the whole
0: bed or is it like half and half so like it's split into two sections so like you can temperature control each side
2: right is it like uh one person half or like cuts you in half no one stop at
1: bottom (laughs) (laughs) fuck you you. (laughs) it's 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 either top half cold or bottom half cold it can't be both diagonal it could be a diagonal cut
0: yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) Just a nonsense bed. That sounds sick, though. Yeah, I want random spots across my back to be hot and cold intermittently. (laughs) I want to wake up in a night.
2: Oh, yeah, like a plaid pattern or something, yeah.
0: Is that, like, classy and self-contained,
1: or are you sleeping on, like, an early 2000s computer liquid cooling rig with, like, a tank
0: on the side? No, it's actually fantastic. It's not uncomfortable to sleep on. It's just, like, a fully—we got the bed and the top because it's, like, the actual Mm. radiative part is, like, this almost, like, mattress cover you put on and zip it up to their mattress and you can kind of feel the the water pipes running through it but it's really not that bad it's uh it's quite nice i like it a lot
2: how much is a 16 core water-cooled 4080 ti bed (laughs) i'm not gonna say because i don't want to talk about (laughs) the the thing itself until they pay us money wow it's like sleeping on plumbing but kind of comfortable
1: it better sponsor us company who definitely knows who you
0: are and listens to this They have all my information. They know exactly where I am. They know how I sleep. That's the only problem with it is it's got very sketchy like data collection about your sleep oh, patterns. No. And so it, it knows my heart rate, my breathing rate. And of course, this is all for your health. But you have to sign up for an account with their app. Oh, and I'm sure it communicates good. it back so they know exactly my sleep. Is going to get text in the middle of the night if I get up? Why aren't you asleep?
1: Is your bed like like a Peloton? It's like a subscription service bed. If you don't subscribe, you don't get the
2: cooling features and stuff. It's just a normal bed. It's like man, fifty bucks a month. Damn
0: it! It just folds in half, keeps you from even laying on it. Some guy named Jerry's gonna call me up the next day, like, "Hey, you weren't sleeping so good last night. You okay? (laughs) You all right, man?" Just starts
1: to see a bunch of really weird like tabloid headlines about your sleep patterns. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> kind of Weird ass yeah. conjecture? Oh no, the mattress. <laughs> On June seventeenth, Markiplier awoke at six thirty AM. Six thirty. Why? We'll find out why he wasn't sleeping that well that night. Bad news coming to you live. I mean I do get up at five forty-five in the morning, so well, therefore you were awake. Oh my god, I predicted the past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Is there a job for that? Big job. Uh
1: no dude speaking of sleeping and or not sleeping i don't know what's happened but in the last week i've lost the ability to sleep even when i'm exhausted i lay in bed and i just start having like crazy fever dreams of Mm -hmm. like bo burnham's inside playing on repeat in my head at all hours i was up until like four or five a.m last night and the night before just like can't stay asleep but i'm exhausted (sighs) i think i need one of your magic beds mark
2: Yeah, my magic beds that I make. Or, I have an alternative. Join me more often on GTA RP and then stay up till 6 in the morning and then have to get up at like 10 or 11 and be so tired that every night when you do lay down, you pass out immediately. I've solved my insomnia. Just don't get enough sleep. (laughs) I'm willing to try stuff at this point. You guys want to play right now? You busy? RP? No. I can stop anytime. And look, we're here
1: to do something, okay? That's enough small talk. Very sleep-focused small talk this week, but it's fine. We're here to play a game. Do you like games? Uh, Yeah, I like games. Good. Well, this one has no rules, and the outcome is completely arbitrary, but I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Okay. This week's prompt is, what is your... Perfect crime. Perfect crime. Mm. I feel like I have this. I think most people have this. I'm sure you've thought of like, maybe you had a job or there was some situation where you had some knowledge or access to something and you were like, you know what? I am the one person in the world where I could do this. I could steal this thing or I could do this one thing and get away with it. No one would ever suspect me and I can pull it off perfectly.
2: To be clear, this is a crime we would do, not
0: one we have already gotten away with. Yeah, don't describe past acts. This is a new theoretical crime. <laughs> I just googled what the statute of limitations is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's up to you. If you can get in trouble,
1: but you want to win that badly, then you know, do what you're gonna do. But uh-huh. yeah, you yeah. can invent anything you want. Be a crime that only you could commit. You steal your own rectum or something. I don't know. <laughs> I typed
2: in statue of limitations. It's very different than the statute <laughs> The statue of limitations is just a really
1: boring statue that had all these rules about
0: how it had to look. Very yeah. limited. Okay. Nonviolent felonies committed by a minor. Two years, so I'm good. I'm, no, that's Connecticut. oh ah, shit.
2: Nonviolent felonies committed by a minor. What the hell? <laughs> better make sure you're covered. <laughs>
0: better be careful. I'm not saying I did anything particularly heinous, but you know, just like if I want to start talking about things, I better be ready.
2: Your perfect crime would be a non-violent felony and committed by a minor? I got away
0: with it, didn't
2: I? Am I in jail right now? No. Yeah, I mean, as far as I can tell, it was perfect
1: because he did get away with it, I assume. It was the perfect crime. Yeah, it was a perfect crime. All right, well, the tradition is for you to do titles or whatever. It sounds like Wade's... Still thinking. So Mark, you want, you got a title? Well, I don't even know my title, but let me, Great. Up,
0: was it, give me give me five seconds. I
1: don't even know my crime. This is a concerning pattern we have where I feel like people are starting to be like, no, you go first. <laughs> no time. Make it up. No, I, I want to go first. I just, you
0: didn't give us any time to think about it.
1: Oh, okay. Well, uh, we'll edit in like the Jeopardy theme or something, but not, you know, cop- copyright free <laughs> version.
0: A royalty free version of the Jeopardy theme.
1: The Jeopardy theme where all the intervals are inverted. Du, 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 du,
2: du,
1: du, du. <laughs> that sounds horrifying finish it out will
2: du, 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 du. is your oh,
1: well. name will motherfucker where there's a will there's a wade you're supposed to be thinking right now i came up with something i know for a fact you can't think and talk done title you.
2: my player Oh, oh i've got an even better story (laughs) okay well see mark's out here thinking oh
0: let me come up with a title for this one it makes me look terrible and stupid but it's fine Seatman mobile for details. All right, are you ready? Are you guys ready for it? Oh, yeah. The title is called, I did it for love. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, so, Mark, we've got, I did it for love. Are you sticking with yours, Swain? My player, too?
2: I'll think about it. I'll let Mark go first, like I said. Maybe I will. No, no, come
0: on. Come on, play the game.
2: Otherwise, this whole show falls apart. I just yelled something. No, I'm keeping player two, and I'll make it fit. <laughs> just because
1: right. I'm super curious. I actually do want to hear Mark's first. I knew it. I know, I'm totally letting Wade cop out and think, even though he's not going to think, he's just going to say some bullshit. No, I
2: had a crime ready. Sure. Yeah. Who did you do it for? Who's love?
0: Okay. All right. So, I think I was 15 years old at the time. I'm not 100% sure, but something like that, maybe 14. And so, there's a preview story of this that I have to explain because it kind of sets up the reasoning of why I did this. So... It was like sophomore year at homecoming and I'm going with no date I'm just going with some friends uh and I could get into more description of this evening but let's just say in summary I went there alone and I left there not alone nice. you know what I mean yeah um Woo! no not nice oh right not nice because one of my friends came with a date <laughs> Oh, And I don't really remember how one event led to another, but at some point during the dance, uh, I received my first kiss from their date at homecoming. You're not invited to my house anymore. (laughs) This isn't the perfect crime. This is a setup for this, right? Okay. So like I accidentally or intentionally, or I didn't care, I stole one of my (laughs) friend's dates (laughs) for homecoming. And so like, long story short, we were going to hang out at a later date and I think it was Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire was having their midnight release premiere thing the following week. Dude, I went to the midnight release of that one too. Yeah, yeah, so did I kind of.
2: <laughs> was that the one that came out before Order of the Phoenix? Yeah, that's the fourth one.
0: Okay. Yeah, the fourth one. The okay, mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. So this person, I forget what their name is, so I'm going to call them Smithers. Yeah, okay, Smithers. Yeah, so Smithers wanted to go out to the uh, to the midnight premiere of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire and invited me, and we were going to make it like a date, but they were also going to be like with friends. Um, And I... What a dumb name, Smithers. Yeah, so Smithers really wanted me to come along to this, and I really wanted <laughs> to go. But, you know, I had a very strict bedtime, you know, 10 mm, o'clock, and mm-hmm. I'm in bed, and I can't go out. So I planned it perfectly that I was going to sneak out And go to this movie premiere. And like I had everything prepared. I went to bed. I waited to hear my dad and my stepmom go to bed. And I like waited another 30 minutes. I slept in my bed with my clothes on because I was ready. (laughs) And so I... (laughs) when the time comes and I hear them close the door and all the it's quiet for a while I slowly get out of bed you know it's squeaking but I'm like being real careful about it and like I'm tiptoeing as carefully as I can and before I left just in case they came in my room and were wondering where I was I left a little note being like you know I went to a movie premiere I'll come back to that note later because it's, it's, it's important but it'll like I'll, I'll get it at the end um so I sneak out of the house and I don't go out the front door I go out the back door it's not like our doors had like beep 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 alarms or anything, but I just thought the front door was not sneaky enough. Oh, too obvious. Yeah, yeah, too obvious. Sure, right, sure. So I sneak out the back, and like we have a sliding door in the back, and it also is like way squeakier and way louder. You know how sliding doors are <laughs> when yeah. they're old and they got dirt in there. <laughs> And so... It's like an earthquake. Yeah, exactly. I sneak out the back and I creep around the side, but I don't go around the side where my, my parents' bedroom is because they could see me even though there's no windows that look out the side yard. When, when I sneak out that way, I went around the other way through the gravel, the very loud, crunchy gravel. So I sneak out the side and I get in the car, which I had... I was like still learning how to drive. So technically, I guess I was going to be driving illegally anyway. Wow. But I didn't care because I was doing it for love and so I uh, got in my car and for some reason my dumbass you know didn't put it in neutral and like roll it out of the driveway no I just turned that baby on in the driveway and then I flipped the lights for some reason like just blasting the house with lights I'm like oh shit and I waited a few minutes in the car like I was waiting for the comical like light in my parents bedroom to turn on (laughs) hey what was that so sneaky so sneaky and then then I roll the car out of the driveway and I drive to the movie theater and at this point I had taken so long to get out of the house you know because the midnight premiere isn't always at midnight it's sometimes at 11 sure. so I, I think I snuck out at ten thirty, but it took me half an hour to go from my bedroom down the hall downstairs out the back through the gravel path and then in the car and out so by the time I was leaving it was 11 o'clock so I get to the movie theater. And there's no line or nothing. It's like, because everyone's in the theater watching the movie. Like, every every single one is open. So everyone's already in. And so, like, here I am, like, and I don't think I had a cell phone at this point. So I couldn't, like, text them and say, hey, I'm here. Which theater are you in? And so what I did was I got a ticket because it was like, was like, yeah, I'll take a ticket. Because it doesn't matter. You just get a ticket and you go in. And so I didn't know where they were. So what I did was I poked my head in every single one of the theaters. <laughs> leaned over and just kind of scanned the crowd for a bit and like people were like looking at me all shifty like what the fuck is going on with this guy and i'm like where are you smithers where are you and so not that theater so i go over to the next theater The dumb name (laughs) and i'm catching like snippets of harry potter as i go into like the the rooms at one at a time and I go into every single movie theater and I could not find Smithers no matter how hard I looked and at that point it got so far into the movie that I was just like man I'm missing out on the movie (laughs) so I just went into a random ass theater and just sat in one of the handicapped seats and I was like I might as well watch it I'm here So I watched the movie, didn't find him. I waited outside when everyone was filing out of the movie theater and I couldn't find them. Smithers was nowhere to be seen. So I I go back into my car and I'm like scanning around and I wait until everyone leaves the parking lot. I'm like, oh, God, (laughs) they're not here. I'm all alone. (laughs) So like, and then in part of my perfect planning, I drive back home and I fill up the gas tank perfectly because I remembered exactly where it was. Nice. I thought desperately about how to roll back the odometer to make sure that it wasn't any indication that I was out that night. Because of course I thought my dad would check first thing in the morning what the odometer was or even remember. And so I, I like snuck it into the driveway. I retrace my steps going back through the gravel path and in through the sliding door, which I had left unlocked sneak up to my room and I just look at the note that I wrote and it was the stupidest note because it said like, dad, comma, I know you're probably worried about me, but don't be. I snuck out and I to go see like Smithers at the movie theater. I know you probably think less of me for this, but just know that I did it for love. Signed. I think I wrote
2: sincerely, Mark. Do you need to put it in an alternate name? Do we need to edit in something for dad and Mark so they don't know it's you and your dad?
0: No, no, no it's fine. Okay. No, no, no. I don't think people are going to be confused that it's their dad. I love a
2: vignette of your dad. Like He hears
1: the car driving away and like peeks out the window stealthily as you're driving away and is like, oh, no, he didn't. And then just goes to your room and picks up the letter and it's just there reading it like, oh, oh no, I don't think less of you at all, son. You go get Smithers. <laughs> Oh, that's my and he just like puts the note back and is like, "Well, just pretend it's fine." (laughs) Such a well-crafted plan. Oh
0: God! (laughs) And and really, like I got away with it, but honestly, there was nothing really to get away with. But I didn't even go on a date. I just saw like two thirds of Harry Potter. You
1: just went and saw a movie by yourself.
0: in a movie <laughs> theater that could not be more crowded where there was only one handicap seat. And it was like right by the path that goes out the exit. So I was just like sat down there and just watched two thirds. I don't. I still to this day don't think I've seen the beginning of Goblet of Fire. Well, it's so. too
2: sad at this point. It's painful. Yeah. <laughs> well, Harry probably starts off with the Dursleys and goes to school. So there you go. You're welcome. All right. Got him.
0: <laughs> Thanks, man. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. So that is that is my perfect crime that I did for
1: love. Literally, no one was... Any the wiser I love it was
0: anybody loved uh, no actually <laughs> great sadly no because I like the quote-unquote relationship between me and Smithers kind of fizzled out after that they kind of stopped responding Ooh. to me so.
1: Oh, she just got more desperate I, I was yeah, hoping absolutely. you'd be like I, you know, I started by peeking in I didn't find them and then I just resorted to just running from theater to theater and just peeking around the corner and be like Smithers <laughs> Smithers,
0: Smithers! Just see if anyone looks
1: A whole movie theater full of hundreds of people's experience of Harry Potter was ruined because trying to find Smithers.
0: I'd like to think I'm like awakening some strange memory in someone who went to this premiere and they're like, yeah, this weird guy walked into our movie theater. (laughs) It was very strange. Just like looking around shouting for Smithers. Smithers,
2: are you here? (laughs) Smithers, it's me, my love. curious if I know who Smithers and the Boo are.
0: (laughs) Yeah, anyway, so that's my perfect crime. No one will ever know. No one will ever know. So, this is unrelated, but
1: it's a picture that I've saved across multiple cell phones and for Mm. quite a while, and I believe it's from the midnight premiere of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire that I went to, because it's a picture, a very grainy old Android picture that I have currently saved on my phone of a theater Mm. sign that just says Harry Three Dicks. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) Because it's Harry Potter 3D imax or something but it was just like the way the sign cut everything off and it just says "Harry three dicks outside of a theater and to this day it's the funniest thing i think i've ever seen It doesn't really oh, match your man. love story, though. I gotta be honest. No,
0: no, no. And I don't even know if you could call that a love story, because there really was no love, and I, like, I hope that somewhere in my parents' house, that letter is saved. Unless for some reason I would believe that I burned it, you know? I, I believe that I probably burned it. 100%. <laughs> there could be no evidence. You got
1: back, you had, like, a trash bag sitting, you put your clothes that you wore into a trash bag so you could take them separately to be disposed of, so they wouldn't smell the popcorn butter on your clothes when They were doing your laundry, the whole thing.
0: Yeah. Oh
1: man. I feel like everyone has done that. I don't have a specific story about sneaking out, but like Mm -hmm. all of those things you described are such big emotions from my childhood. Our Mm -hmm. back door was so fucking squeaky, and the way my parents have the way my parents' house is structured, the back door is like under their bedroom, you know, and there's actually like a laundry chute from their closet. To a closet that's right by the back door, which is also by the garage door, so there's like no good way out. I have so many memories of. I mean, I was a good kid. Don't listen to this, mom and dad. But I have so many memories of like getting to the back door and just like taking one tiny step at a time and then unlock the lock and it clicks and then echoes through the whole house, like all that stuff. Yeah, kids are morons.
0: Pretty dumb, very dumb. I mean, but also got away with it. I guess perfect crime. Yeah, literally, no
1: one was hurt. That may be your pride and uh, no one was caught.
0: I wonder how Smithers is doing. hope they're
1: okay. Call him up. Smithers, do you want to come on the show? <laughs> Smithers, you went to a voice changer interview on the show where we only call you Smithers and you, you have like that low like... Uh, yeah, I remember that movie. It was, a, it was a fun night. I wish Mark had been there though.
0: Oh no. <laughs> I like to think they're on
2: like a really torn up couch, like in a one room, like apartment sitting there watching like a really tiny, like 1950s TV, but they've got like it tuned in somehow where they can listen to the audio for the podcast where there's nothing but snowy static on their screen. They're smoking a cigar and they hear that off and they're like, you know what? I would like to come on the show. And they put out the cigar and they go to a library they can log into Facebook or something and try to reach out to us. Yeah. If that's your life Smithers. <laughs> reach out. We want to hear it really like that in your head, an old
1: 1950s black and white TV and Facebook are the same level of outdated
2: technology
1: that one person <laughs> has access to. That's what everyone born
2: after <laughs> us thinks anyway.
1: Wow. Well, good story, Mark. Definitely some points for that. Points for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. X number of points. Mm, Ooh,
2: good number. Wait, did we sufficiently stall for you to come up with something? Yeah. So I had two stories. I forgot them both, so I'm still gonna end up winging it. All right. Well, are you sticking with my player oh, yeah. two title? My it's player two. It's perfect. It's gonna make so much sense. All right. So you know how like some people meet via like online forums or like they'll have like those text dating things where like, you know, you meet somebody, you don't like actually talk like with your voice or video or photo or anything. You just kinda get to know each other via messaging online. Uh uh-huh. sure. Like texting yeah but typically more like through your pc not like through your phone oh
1: like chat rooms and stuff yeah that kind of thing cool
2: so you go on you make a username get like a little avatar or something maybe and you meet someone you connect you get to know them a little bit right Mm -hmm. and eventually you find out plenty of info you plan like maybe a date and you figure out where they live to go pick them up one night or something okay but you stall that first meeting okay you figure out where they live at, and you know what you do? You go apply to become security there. At their house? In a perfect world, it's more like an apartment complex in this scenario, right? Okay. If it's a house, you break up and you find someone else. I have to okay. tell you, I recognize the tone
1: of voice that you're using right now, and it's making me really concerned about the trajectory of this story, but I'm going to allow you to continue. This is a perfect crime, is it not? Uh, but See, it doesn't have to be about like murdering someone or something.
2: This is getting a little murdery already. I'm, I'm just concerned. It might be murdery. We'll find out. Oh, good. All right. So, you get to be security there, right? Mm hmm. So, you get to be security. You figure out, okay, well, they said to pick them up at apartment so and so and so and so. And you get to see what they look like. You see them. You kind of learn their routine. You don't like spy on them, stalk them, like go sit outside their door or anything, but you kind of figure out when they're there, when they're not there. Mm -hmm. So, here, you know what? We'll we'll go. We'll we'll even dodge the murder. You're welcome. Oh, good. So, you don't need to do anything. But you do wait till like maybe they're like, hey, I'm going to be out of town for a while. And you go and as security, you access their apartment. You go in. You get on their computer. You find their account where they're logging in and chatting with you Mm -hmm. and you send messages to this stud muffin that they're talking to and then you run home and you message back and then you get to be your own player too and when they come back they're very confused Mm -hmm. perfect crime i cut out like nine tenths of that for you to dodge the murder you're welcome
1: well i have to say it barely seems like a crime if you cut out the murder i guess oh it's breaking and entering yeah well Mm -hmm. only a little plus you know no one was there so is it really a crime is it not a crime to break into someone's house if they're not home? I'm pretty sure. If I've learned anything from TV, it's that you can do whatever you want as long as there's a camera on you and no one else is watching. Wait, what crime did Mark commit? Didn't he just,
2: like, break his dad's rules? House livery. Yeah, exactly. Is house livery worse than breaky and entering?
0: <laughs> <In> grand take <laughs> Auto. <laughs> I did drive without a license. Oh, yeah, that's probably illegal. Yeah, that's very illegal. Extremely illegal. Super illegal. You yeah, know what? Yeah, yeah. I lockpicked
2: into their apartment without a lockpicker person. Locksmith is the word, but maybe you were doing it for security reasons. All right So you don't like the being your own player too. I've got another one here I'm just curious the payoff for that who's better for you than you fuck that person. Well,
1: so I'm getting at something here You get to flirt fuck yourself via text. I know it's not the same if it's not from a house you've broken into But couldn't you accomplish essentially that exact same thing without any of the hassle of getting a different job and breaking into a place? And Couldn't you just have some other account on some other computer or something? Oh, God. Boring. Who suffers in that scenario? I mean, it sounds like the only one suffering in any of this is really you. But that's for
2: reasons unrelated to the criminal aspects. Loneliness should be a crime. Mm. How about you try your second story? All right. Well, I'm well prepared for the second story and I've thought it out a whole lot. Good. Lots of details. Lay it out. Mm. Okay, this will be murdery or are we dodge in the murdery. You can murder. Go ahead. You know what? I don't have to murder. I got it. I don't got it. All right. <laughs> what do you guys think of water balloons? They're nice, right? <laughs> Big fan of water balloons, man. I like water balloons, yeah. All right. So what if I had like one of those wagons full of water balloons, okay? one of those wagons well, the, the, we talked about these on the show like the red wagon with like the wood thing around the, okay the little, okay like a like a removable side red wagon okay like normal normal pulley wagon okay so you get a bunch of water balloons however much it takes to fill up they're ready to go these are water balloons that are ready to go and yep. uh, you go to like a park okay a park cool. where people are like having picnics walking their dogs doing that kind of thing like you know just a good old fashioned relaxing park mm-hmm. you find a spot kind of like hidden, where not too many people go, but it's still within range of like being at the park. And you bring a shovel, you dig a hole, and you put the water balloons in there, and you kind of loosely cover them up to where they're not going to pop from like the weight, but like they're still covered. Okay? And you get the wagon, you get out of there. And you come back at a later date, next day, same day, whatever, and you dig out the water balloons. It's like a crowded warm day, and you just start launching them at people. Where it's like Armageddon of water balloons. And if they start to catch on where they're coming from, you fucking book it out of there. Perfect crime. They do it that time? Is that a good crime?
1: Uh, I guess I'm trying I'll call it- The,
2: the title is, uh, the the, the park wetting, Moistening of the park.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that kind of just sounds like you mispronounced the park wetting.
2: All right, the
0: moistening yeah. of the park. I feel like there there could be way more that could be done in terms of, like, the perfect crime. All right, like, the, the water balloons are full of syrup. Oh,
1: uh, that's better. I still struggle um, to find any serious criminal activity in that story.
0: A serious criminal activity, okay. The, yeah. It's more like a public nuisance. They're
2: full of acid. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, that escalated. Is that a crime? That's oh. definitely a crime, yeah. yeah. Yes. I got there. Yeah. I got it. Battery acid balloons. I don't know if that's perfect, though.
1: I feel like you're just standing in front of a crowd of people throwing acid balloons at them. They definitely know it was you. You build a catapult, and you launch them. Okay. You're still standing in kind of a public place. Mm. It would be hard to conceal the sounds and activities of a
2: catapult. You invent a jetpack and you fly way overhead where they can't see you.
1: Okay, so you're sort of jetpack hand-bombing people with acid balloons.
0: Yeah. I would steer away from, like, acid stuff because, like, those are actual attacks that happen and they're horribly disfiguring and they're pretty depressing to talk about.
2: Alright, uh, well, we'll go back to syrup. Syrup with, oh, criminal levels of sugar... You're gonna get so much sugar, you get throw up sugar. You're trying to induce hyperglycemia? You know what? I got it. Okay, fuck the ass and fuck the syrup. What you do is you build a shrink ray, okay? And you become like a monkey tamer and you tame a bunch of monkeys and you shrink them. And oh. you give the monkeys little tiny shrunken life jackets, okay, and you put them in the balloons, fill them with water, but you leave enough air to where the monkeys can float and get some oxygen. And what you do is you get a small plane and you fly over the park, and you drop your monkey bombs, okay? But it's like the, remember the egg drop thing in physics where you drop the thing and the egg has to be okay? So you get to where the monkeys land safely, of their life jackets and balloons, maybe you cover them in peanut butter or whatever the hell, but you train them to run around and steal everyone's valuables, and they're so small that it's hard to detect them. All they can see is like their watch running away, and then they meet up at an undisclosed location. But you got some other monkeys that are trained to make sure they're not followed. If they're followed, they're like, You're ex monk, there's a pun in there. Uh, and then you get rich from the trained tiny water balloon monkeys. That actually is
0: a fascinating idea. Thank you. Not not 100% with it, but like, okay, what if you trained a monkey to kill? Like legitimately, what if you, I'm not saying this is a good idea. But if you trained a monkey and like showed him a picture of someone and you like psychologically tortured the monkey and I'm not saying do this is like like obviously this is what a horrible person would do but what would happen if that monkey was successful in its mission? Like you made an assassin chimp and you just let loose and it's like a guided missile because this monkey is like on the prowl for this one target and you like release it into the ventilation system of the building and like, I don't know, what would happen if a monkey that you trained, it's not like it's gonna squeal on you like if a monkey just like somehow got in to the event, like what are you gonna what are you gonna do like you teach it how to ride public transit so it knows exactly what the stops are i mean if we're in a comic book no one has any ideas you're
1: the brilliant supervillain the zookeeper who trains exotic animals and they do your bidding and yeah sure maybe if you build a reputation people will know but no one no one will ever figure it out i think if we live in the real world it would be pretty hard to get a monkey without there being some sort of record And it would be even harder to have a monkey without that showing and you're like
2: financial records no 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 you get rich enough to have like a private jet and then you just mm. fly to where monkeys live and you get
0: a monkey and you fly back on your private jet i feel like if you are able to get a monkey you already exist kind of outside the realm because i don't know if it's legal to own a chimp i'm pretty sure it's probably not
2: okay just move to a place where there's monkeys and just live there go to the monkeys <laughs> don't bring
0: them to you no no i mean like if, if you're there you're already in the realm of uh kind of living outside the law so people don't know that you have a monkey is what I'm saying.
2: It's illegal to live in a country where monkeys run around?
0: No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. You're misconstruing my ideas. Of course. I'm saying if in America, if you have access to monkeys, no one's going to know that you have a monkey, right? Because you got I the guess. monkey to kill all the people that gave you the monkey. Oh, And then everything is a closed loop from start to finish. You train three monkeys, one to go after the people that sold you the monkeys, one to kill the other monkey so it doesn't squeal, and then the one to complete the mission. This is sounding kind of murdery with the killing. That's the entire premise of this. The perfect crime has to be the most heinous possible. It's about getting away with the absolute, utmost, most devious thing that you can and getting away with it perfectly. Right, Bob? Am
1: I wrong? I'm going to go with yes, absolutely 100% correct
2: all right so my water balloons are full of uh uh damn it they're still monkeys i don't think you can improve on monkey water balloons i gotta be honest they're tiny monkeys that they hold hands and get into a circle and they go around someone's neck but they slowly like one monkey leaves it's like duck duck goose one monkey leaves one monkey leaves until like the the group is so tight-knit that it's choking you
0: to death with a circle of monkey necklace yeah but but that's the question what is the most heinous crime like you could blow up Like, the world, but that's not necessarily a crime. I don't think there's a law written for don't blow up the world. I think it's eating the last chicken wing and not offering it to someone. God, you think so small. Think big. (laughs) Death. Okay. Come on, think bigger.
2: I
1: think the most heinous crime has to involve, like, the limits of human technology. What you got to do is you you find someone who's just, like, deeply in love. Like, a couple of of people that are deeply in love. And then you figure out which one would be easier to sort of, you know, snatch up, whatever. You're a rich person, so that's yeah. easy to accomplish, I assume. Uh-huh. And what you do is you put the one that you've taken on a spaceship. You buy out all the seats on a Virgin Galactic flight. uh uh-huh. And you rig it so that it doesn't just go into low orbit and then come back and, and land and ever. It goes permanently into a geostationary orbit directly above the home of the lover that you stole them away from. Uh-huh and you angle the Virgin Galactic space plane, whatever the hell it is, their craft. There's a big reflective bottom on it, I assume, because space stuff. Angle it so that it shines the light of the moon or the sun or whatever you can catch directly onto the house that the lover lives in into the windows. Their entire life is ruined by the existence of the spacecraft that houses their beloved in space where they shall never reach them. Plenty of food, air, and water, by the way, on the spacecraft. Not trying to kill the person, but you just have them endlessly suspended a couple hundred thousand feet above the love of their life. And they just know, like, this is not going to end well. There's nothing they can do. You can't just go into space on your own. That would be such torment,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, like, crime. I'm thinking, like... You know, comic book levels of heinous crimes, like stealing Mount Rushmore. How would you perfectly steal Mount Rushmore? Or like the Eiffel Tower? Well, you take my monkey shrink ray. You have a monkey shrink ray? Just specifically for monkeys or operated by monkeys?
2: Well, that's what I used it for primarily, but you just hit Mount Rushmore with it. It becomes like a small little rock you put in your pocket and you got Mount Rushmore. Okay, well, if we're in the world of magic technology, then I
0: guess you could just do anything
2: with that. Oh, condensing and atoms isn't that out of the realm of possibility. (sighs) I think the way that you steal Mount Rushmore is not by actually, like,
1: taking possession of it. And you don't, like, put other faces on it or something that would basically be impossible. But you artistically alter the faces so they're, like, really (laughs)
2: off-putting. Oh, it's like when people restore art, and they do a really bad job of restoring the art, but you do it for Mount Rushmore?
1: Damn, I you just gonna call art restorers out like that.
0: But yeah. Some of them are awful. Good God. No, no, the, specifically that one. What was it? It was like a picture of Jesus in South America somewhere, like Jesus art restoration. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm dead serious. Is that the one that looked more like Ronald McDonald after they were done? I mean, I don't know what you think Ronald McDonald looks like, but if this looks like Ronald McDonald...
2: Oh, okay. No, yeah. I I can see that, it's a botch up. For people that still can't see anything because our website is so good, how would they find this image?
0: I don't know, look up what I just said. Jesus art restoration, bad. Monkey
1: Christ is what that picture is referred to as. (laughs) Oh man, what the hell happened? He kind of looks like a really poorly drawn sloth. It kind of looks like they showed the original damaged painting to a child and were like, can you paint
2: a new one? And the kid was like, okay and had a really good time. Look at the mouth. I mean, I the know. eyes are bad, but look at that mouth. Look at the demon yeah. eyes. He has no irises. Yeah, the fully blacked out eyes. <laughs> yeah. I think that's like a glare,
1: you know, like the little glint in the
2: eye. Well, then in that case, he has no white of his eyes. He just has black eyes. Also, the neck on this
0: man. <laughs> the neck. <laughs> what a neck. The beard is gone. It's just hair, no ears, and neck beard. <laughs> ah, damn. In 2012, Cecilia Jimenez, an 82-year-old widow and amateur painter, attempted to restore Eche Itch- homo. An almost century-old fresco of Jesus crowned with thorns in her local church in Borja, Spain. Despite a valiant effort, the tragically failed restoration went viral, and Jimenez Jimenez, I don't know, attempt was met Jimenez. with Jimenez. Jimenez. Once civilized swine. I took four years of Spanish, therefore I have no excuse. I should be ashamed. <laughs> But oddly enough, the impact of it drove so many people to come visit. I believe it was like in a church or, or somewhere. I, I don't know, but it like drove like a pilgrimage for people to come see this thing. And in a lot of ways, you know, art is just what makes people feel something. So, like, people look at this and they kind of feel, "Hey, look at that." I one hundred percent feel
2: something when I look <laughs> at this.
1: When I look at this restored <laughs> painting,
0: I wouldn't
2: insult someone's art. Yeah, the difference is this is supposed to be a restoration as close to the original as possible if you ask to restore something that isn't the idea to make it look like it once it did like when it was first made i thought that was true until i learned about this there is not a single part of this that looks close uh. the hair is different there's no longer the crown i mean i guess the closest you can get is the nose the color of the shirt is the same i guess but even that has weird like, uh, what are those, like, frilly things clowns wear, like, on top of their shirt, like their neck part where it's like the white frilly oh, thing? Oh, yeah, the, the the poofy thing. Yeah, their entire shirt looks like a wine soaked, perfy, perf, pu- poof,
0: you know? Yeah, right. What are the ruffle things that clowns wear around their neck? It's called a ruffle or a ruff. It's called a ruff. Oh, okay. It's a ruff. R U F F. Well, yeah, this is pretty rough. It's a rough restoration.
2: <laughs> Uh, you set it up i just hit it out of the park yeah you did man park of the monkeys
0: you crushed it you crushed it
2: you know what this is the perfect crime we found the perfect crime become paint restorers and ruin everything (laughs) ever this woman was like yes i'll
1: convince them that i know how to restore art yeah and then i'll take their apparently a worthless piece of art and absolutely desecrate it
0: yeah I'm shocked that there isn't an NFT being sold of that restored painting. Like <laughs> yeah. Just to really smash it into 21st century. Yeah, just really pull this all together.
2: This isn't the only one of these, right? There's, like, several really awful art restoration things. Oh, there's been tons over the years.
1: I mean, it's hard. You essentially have to be a good artist to do it. So I imagine it's quite difficult to restore art and make it look good and actually make it match in a way and stuff. Well,
2: I agree. It should be really difficult, but you shouldn't volunteer to do it unless you (laughs) can. You got to learn somehow.
0: Yeah, you got to learn. This is a different type of idea. I just put something in the Discord. Just like this building. (laughs) (laughs) No one can see this. No one knows what we're
2: talking about. Ah, yes. I too want to take a castle and then turn it into like a mustached white castle. Yeah,
0: it is literally white castle. Like it's a restaurant now. Oh, that's pretty cool. (laughs) God, the world of art restoration.
2: I like the big arching windows that turn into tiny little, like, cubes. Gotta keep it storm safe.
0: Baby Jesus!
2: (laughs) Baby Jesus! Okay, Baby Jesus literally has a red demonic head in that sculpture. (laughs) Baby
0: Jesus! (laughs) oh uh, well that's just undried clay. Okay, listen. Baby. When that dries it's not going to look any better, man. <laughs> that is, that is <laughs> satanic. That's a shrunken head on top of a baby body. That's that's no good. That's that looks Photoshop. That doesn't even look right. That's not Photoshop. That looks like someone really Nah, good. it
1: doesn't. Look at the angle of the light and look at the blurry blending of the clay onto
0: the the dried stuff. Fast no it's not photoshop no way that ain't real it's just so bad it looks photoshopped like how could someone mess up that much but nah it's real 100 percent. so
2: what we're looking at right now i googled literally bad restoration statue went to images yeah and there's one called like monkey christ painting i thought it was a statue that's the one we were talking about
0: Monkey creep. Yeah, that's the one, yeah.
1: Echo mono is what the one we were originally talking about is referred to as.
0: Behold the monkey. Behold the monkey. Behold my monkey. Oh, that brings up an interesting conundrum. So back to Mount Rushmore and The Perfect Crime. Oh, yeah. What if... While you were there, you were like some kind of restorer, but you did a very meticulous job of replacing Mount Rushmore with a perfect recreation that you made. You know, like Andy Dufresne in, in um, uh, uh, Shawshank Redemption, you know how he carried like little mm. bits of rocks in his pocket, like every day you went home with like a piece of it. And over the course of like 40 years, you replaced the entirety of Mount Rushmore so that what is Mount Rushmore in Mount Mount Rushmore is no longer Mount Rushmore and you have the real reassembled Mount Rushmore in your backyard somewhere. Like at what point does it not become Mount Rushmore anymore and you have the real Mount Rushmore? And if no one knows, is it the perfect crime because no one ever thinks that they were robbed, but you know, you've got Mount Rushmore in your backyard.
2: Isn't this the story of the boat where, like they you slowly replace, like the wooden boards of a boat over the course of like a lifetime, and then eventually all the boards have been replaced. Is it yeah. the same boat? Yeah, exactly. That's, it's that question it's right? like
0: if you and I exchanged atoms one at a time and we replaced each other, like my nose atom to your nose atom, and we just replaced at what point <laughs> do I become you and you become me?
2: Do you look like you? And, like, are you still technically you just with my atoms at this point? Like, do you still have
0: your memories? No, it's recreating you with me. So, like, we'd start from the feet Well, it's up
1: essentially, and... like, teleporting, too, right? Yeah, exactly. If you have a teleporting machine, like a Star Trek teleporter or whatever, it is not physically the exact same atoms in the exact same arrangement. Yeah. Even if it's mostly the same atoms. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. Well, this is an interesting philosophical discussion, but I think the thing about the Rushmore crime is, like the thing that makes mount rushmore valuable is its location in whichever dakota it's in i don't remember because i don't know anything about the dakotas but like is it in the us yeah it's yeah, yes yes i know i was just... okay i couldn't uh, tell if you were serious or not because i know you too well i figured <laughs> um, the u.s president's on the rocks would probably be... i'd be pretty american if something like that was in another country though just because some american was like god i love our country <laughs> i just got to this mountain now Went to Canada to see Mount Rushmore. But anyway, the value isn't really transferred. Like, if someone came over to your house and saw your real Rushmore in your backyard, they'd be like, oh, cool, you got a replica of Mount Rushmore. And even if you could empirically prove to them, like, no, no, no. This is the real route, But they'd be like, no, the, the real one's the mountain it's up on the mountain. It's still over there. Well, the moment
2: you replaced the first rock, wouldn't that become part of Mount Rushmore? Right,
1: well, that's what I'm saying. Any Anything that is a part of the monument where it stands as it stands Mm -hmm. unless people know it's been like tampered with I don't know if you've really stolen any of the actual value true you might gain some self-satisfaction but Mm -hmm. like in terms of committing a crime I feel like you do need to gain the value of whatever it is Uh whatever you've done that is criminal if it doesn't gain you anything it may technically be criminal but also it's essentially pointless yeah
0: was it criminal though Like, like here's another scenario what if you wanted to kill somebody but you made a perfect clone and you got a brain scan of them, you put it in the new body. Let's say this body thought this was the person, lived out their life just as if they went to sleep one day, they woke up back in their bed, but they were replaced with the new one you made, but you've got the original one in your basement, and you tell them everything that you did, and you let them know, and you kill them. Like, you murder them. But no one would ever know, even if they found the body of the person that you killed, they'd be so confused because the person who you killed is still living their life as if nothing happened. Mm. But they're a different person, just they think they're mm. the original. Like, is that a crime? Did you get the satisfaction of killing that person? Yes. You'd still murder someone. <laughs> True. True. But the question isn't whether or not it's a crime. It's like, do you get the quote-unquote value? Like, say this was a horrible person that wronged you in a terrible way and you needed revenge and you did this to get revenge.
1: I feel like you do kind of get the value for that. If it's purely vindictive Mm -hmm. and you just want the person that you despise to know that you've done this, Mm -hmm. I feel like... If you do it the way you describe it and you tell them what you did and they live with the horror of understanding that a clone is like replace them yeah. and then you kill them. Yeah. I feel like that is some kind of crazy deranged form of torture. Like yeah. that's
2: really messed yeah. up yeah. for that person. And the value is all yours too. Like this isn't like everyone else has to being on it this is literally just like satisfaction for you and if you would get satisfaction out of it then yeah that that would be the value it's not the same thing as like would their family
0: suffer they never knew because they they would never know man what if you changed your physical appearance to perfectly match the person you're killing and you take over their life Ooh, now that, that would be sweet wait, revenge. Wait,
1: so I can't remember what it's called. Have you guys seen... There's a, there's a Netflix show, an original show, starring I guess Jason Bateman,
0: where
2: almost this exact premise takes place. Have you guys seen that? Well, we only take our ideas from other places I know and people, nothing and we act is, like yeah, I dart. steal everything I say. <laughs> yeah. This is like that 2005 movie. Remember that 2005 movie? The uh, Clone Wars? Something something, our hair episodes. The Clone Wars is about? Yeah, I think so. With the uh, Padme and... Anakin? sure
1: i don't know i mean
2: so just because i have a lot in green everything legally
1: speaking it's not funny but like watching that play out in court would be kind of weird because in court essentially if someone found you know the body of the person you killed and their clone was still living you have to prove that you killed someone right yeah to be found guilty of murder The prosecutor has to prove that you killed someone. I mean, obviously they could prove that you killed like a human, some person, I guess, because you've got this dead body in your basement, but you can prove that the person they're accusing you of murdering is not dead Uh. because you can literally call the person they'll be subpoenaed or whatever they are. And you show them to the court and you're like, look, they're not dead. I don't know what would happen. Like,
2: obviously, you killed someone. They'd have to figure out that they were a clone, and they'd have to prove that there was a cloning process, and some of that would have to prove that, I mean, I don't know, they could probably go to the Supreme Court to decide whether clones constituted real people. It'd be a hell of a,
0: there'd be a lot of questions to answer. I mean, just twins alone, I think, already establish a precedent for genetically identical people being independent. Sure. Um, But also just like a clone with the exact same thoughts. Like technology questions aside, it's kind of an interesting conundrum. Like here's the body of the person you killed. They have all the evidence. But also just like you just, hey, here's the person you say I killed. Like ask them anything. They'll be just as confused as you are.
1: Yeah. Well, and it really, what would really be a nightmare is when the cloned person looks at the pictures of themselves all murdered or whatever. You know, they look at the picture of their dead body in a freezer. Yeah. That's messed up. I hope cloning never actually happens, man. Humanity is so fucked yeah, if man. cloning becomes a
2: reality. What if they could clone your body without cloning your mind? And that way you could just like if you need to like get an organ replaced or something, they could That's just another take movie. It from... God damn it. We did that movie. Yeah. We did I that mean, movie. I mean, we thought of that. We thought
0: of that movie. Yeah. But like no have you guys seen the prestige? Yes. Wait, have you seen The Prestige? I don't remember. It's like the the two magicians who hate each other. It's got a hell of a twist. Yeah, I have seen that. Okay, yeah. So like, uh, spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen The Prestige, you should go see it. It's a pretty cool movie. But, you know, they hire Tesla to make like the teleportation machine, but it's not a teleportation machine. It's a duplication machine. And it makes perfect copies. And like the way that... You know, uh, Hugh Jackman's character kind of like approaches it being like, uh, it's a 50-50 toss of whether I end up here or there. And it's kind of the same the same thing about Soma. is like you don't really know like where you're going to be. But you do know because it's just a delusion of yourself. It's not a 50-50 shot. You make a new version. You copy your mind to there. That is you, but carrying on in a different way. You're stuck in the original one. And like who kills who and who like goes in the box and drowns. It's like it's always the original goes in the box. It's like, there's no 50-50 shot. It's just you're making a duplication that appears over across the room. And it's just like, but who is who? And what is identity? And what what is like the reality of life? And and being from your perspective. Like, it's, just, it's a fascinating idea. If you eat a clone of
2: yourself, do you gain your own power and double in strength? <laughs>
0: Only if you eat the heart.
2: Yeah, everybody knows that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I would eat my own heart.
1: I don't think I could do it. But partially because heart is really kind of gross and chewy, especially big ones like like humans have. You've eaten human heart before? No, I've eaten like beef heart before, I think.
0: Perfect
2: crime.
1: I don't think that's a crime at all.
0: What happens if you replace someone but not with a clone but with mechanical organs and they don't know so you replace their lungs one day and they don't know and then you replace their heart and their liver and their guts and until their entire insides is mechanical and then you bring them over one day and you just show them your big rack of organs and it's like laid out in a perfect recreation and then you say to them all I need now is your skin to finish off and then you will be over there but it'll be you and like you take the skin off of them and you put it on their organs again and then they're back alive like you make them as fall asleep and then you put them there and then you show them the mechanical version of themselves and you just really mess with their brain you know what i mean mhm wouldn't that be cool mhm cool Was the question,
2: would it be cool or a crime? Because now I'm a little bit more concerned.
0: I'm pretty sure we've decided these are all crimes, but wouldn't it be cool? No, I thought you were going to say we've decided these are all cool. (laughs) These are all cool (laughs) ideas, guys. All
1: crime is cool. I think we can all agree.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, man. Guys, I really want to go out and commit some crimes. Specifically, art restoration and body replacement crimes. I want water balloon monkeys. All
2: right, well,
1: I didn't say it, but at the conclusion of yours, Wade... Points, I guess. Some points. Ooh! I really like monkey balloons, but I really have mixed feelings
2: about all the other parts of your ideas. So... (laughs) Mark's got more murdery than mine, for the record. I dodged the murdery for you.
1: What's wrong with murdery? I was really feeling Mark's ideas until the the last thing. He got really overexcited about there. I don't feel comfortable.
0: The organ replacement by mechanical When
1: I visit you, I'm staying in a hotel, just to be clear.
0: You don't know how many organs you've had replaced already, man. Yeah, well, (laughs) I don't want any more you might go check no thank you, know, you, you. what if he sure. just needs your skin yeah i just i really do just need your well skin if you just
1: point. need my skin i guess we might as well go all the way but
0: <laughs> it won't be any different to you it's not you giving me your skin it's you getting all your organs back Wait, if i get to be mecca me does that mean i live forever can i stay mecca bob well no mecca bob but like i just need to copy your brain but i'm gonna take your skin and brain and put it in this actually maybe i've already replaced your brain with mecca brain oh mm. would you ever know
2: does not compute. Yeah. Have you gotten a call about your mecha Brain's extended warranty yet? <laughs> <The laughs> Instead it with the West World,
1: that doesn't look like much of anything to me. Um, it's over. That's the end. No more ideas, oh, okay. <laughs> please. I'm. It was a bit, and now I'm honestly a little concerned, Mark. I don't know what sort of technology you have access to, and I know yeah. you're a little insane, so I'm a little worried
0: about it. Oh, but wait, um. Wait. There was actually, wait, no, before we end this, um, did you guys see there was an article about this like 11-year-old college graduate? No. 11-year-old boy graduates from college as summa cum laude, got his bachelor's degree in physics at the age of 11 after only a year in university. And I'm sure it was a situation where they were making a lot of corners cut because completing it in a year. Yeah, it's very impressive, but you can't get that without the professors giving you a lot of help along the way and being very lenient. But also this kid said that I've already completed a few courses, he said in an interview. The boy added that he wants to work as a scientist in the future and plans to eventually, quote, replace as many parts of the body as possible with counterfeit organs. That is literally a quote from this kid. Ooh, that's questionable phrasing. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I totally am on board with. Yeah, I want to replace as many parts of the human body with, uh, you know, with with surrogates and and organic replacements as possible. Counterfeit
0: organs. Yeah, yeah.
1: This kid's grummy dad in the background, just like, yeah, yeah. Graduate and we'll get that organ business started.
0: Come on, grow me some lungs. I mean, it probably is a situation where the parents are super pushy because it seems like that he was previously at the University of Technology in the Netherlands, but there was a dispute between his parents and the school. He was set to become the university's youngest graduate, but was not permitted to finish his studies. The school found it unrealistic for Simons to graduate before his 10th birthday, but his parents claim their son was a victim of bullying behavior. So it's clear their parents are like really pushing the super genius route, which is super stressful on a kid. Like I can't imagine the kind of expectations you would have heaped on top of you. But they are clearly very, very smart and like gifted. But no matter how smart you are, I
1: feel like there's no version of that that's completely healthy for a person to deal with. But
0: yeah, boy, eleven becomes second youngest graduate ever. Plans to make humans immortal. Mm-hmm. Oh, see now mm-hmm. that's the
1: way you phrase that. That's the good yeah. shit.
0: Plans <laughs> to make humans
1: immortal. Plans to invent type of gum that never loses its flavor.
2: <laughs> Ooh. It's one or the other. I would like that kind of gum. That would be Mark's favorite kind of gum. <laughs> I don't know if i want to be immortal. Yeah. What if like the sun explodes and we're just like left here miserable and being tortured for all of existence?
0: Yeah, there's too many people that are trying to be Tony Stark. There's not enough people trying to be Willy Wonka. And really, I feel like the Willy Wonka aspect is where the real fun's at. Yeah. Like if I was to be an evil genius, it would be a Willy Wonka genius. Yeah, food. Candy. For TV dinners. In the palm of your hand. I like dinner. Okay,
1: so... Mark has some points. Wade has some points. Mmm. Really trying not to, uh... what was the prompt on this episode the perfect perfect crime crime, yeah yeah, we really wandered really got out there (laughs) art
2: restoration (laughs) that lady
1: must have gotten so much shit on the internet the thing did not turn out very well and it's very funny looking also sorry to
2: her because
1: i can't imagine a poor lady who did her best
2: i hope someone really liked it so much where they like hired her on full time like you must paint everything for me
1: but anyway because mark brought that up uh points some points because Wade got all the way to monkey balloons, a little bit of points. Woohoo! Mark got pretty creepy with the replacing my organs and Mecca Bob situation. He just needs your skin. Take away some points for that. Ah, fair enough. That's fair. Wade didn't threaten to essentially kill me, kind of in a confusing and roundabout way. So I guess some points for that. And after a final tally of definitely some numbers. I think Mark wins.
0: Yay!
1: Oh. Hell yeah! Was it close? I actually kind of was close because I... Do you ever get that thing where like what we were talking about was completely surreal and and it was just a bit, you're dreaming about technology, Mark, and you get excited. Yeah. But that bit where you were like, maybe I already didn't replace your body. Maybe... (laughs) That got to the point where (laughs) some part of my brain was like, Wait. (laughs) It's a joke, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Like that's and like in the back of my head I had an actual sense of dread. Yeah. You almost lost it. You almost drove me to Wade. You almost creeped me all the way to Wade. I
0: don't shy away from the extremes. I just go where the truth is. The quote unquote truth. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Well, you definitely found the truth. Yeah, yeah, I think.
2: man. Yeah, man. Anyway,
1: congratulations, thank Mark. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good try, Wade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like you could have tried a little harder, but
0: That's all I can ever offer. I'd like to thank my uh first love, Smithers, um, for supporting me through all of this. Really been Well that Smithers was the one you stole your first love from. Yep. Now two both can be true. Yeah. Uh oh, okay. I'd like to commemorate this to them and just Big preach across the board for everyone involved in this win.
1: Alright. Tasteful speech. Thank you. That's gonna be the end of the podcast.
2: Wait, wait, wait. What if you slowly replace people with the atoms like you uh-huh. were talking about? But instead of making two, you just absorb the other person. You
0: become both. So you grow twice in size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At what point do you stop being you and, and uh start being someone else? What if we start like replacing points slowly
2: we could be together forever
1: okay thank you everyone so much for listening to distractible make sure you subscribe or follow or do whatever the platform wants you to do so you hear the new episode every monday because there is a new episode every monday you could find all of us online at places but don't worry about that just listen to this this is the best thing we have to offer collectively and individually none of us has achieved anything even remotely as good as this podcast i feel comfortable exclaiming that to the world i hope everyone i'm sure everyone agrees with me i'm happily married (laughs) no 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 this podcast is the pinnacle of our existence fair enough and i don't think any of you can dispute that i wouldn't i refuse to so yeah good win mark thank you good effort wade kind of and uh thank you that's it podcast out